0: Well, every blessing to you all welcome back to my open air pulpit a gray misty overcast morning rain is on the way but uh, you know me once we're over the open air pulpit it's business as usual well maybe 15 years ago or so i wanted to write an article about evolution i wanted to explore it expose it and i came across a book by a british christian a british scientist archaeologist anthropologist an Oxford graduate, had all the letters after his name, a guy called Victor Pierce. Not a King James man, I'm afraid to say. Anglican, as far as his denomination was concerned, uh, which is also unfortunate and regrettable. But when it came to science, when it came to archeology, span anthropology, his belief in creation, brilliant writer, brilliant brain. And I worked through his book, was able to quote it and cite it and got a lot of good stuff in that book. Well, maybe three months ago or so, Patrick was visiting a charity shop, as he's accustomed to do, leaving tracks on his travels, looking out for old books, Bibles especially. And to his surprise, he came across maybe half a dozen of Victor Pierce's books, which are still very expensive to this day. If you go onto Amazon or eBay, look up Dr. Victor Pierce very very expensive well he got the whole lot for about a pound (laughs) and gave them to me and it's been a great blessing working through them i finished the book on archaeology and i've been able to use some of those or some of the information from that book in my psalms study and please join me this coming sunday when i look at psalm 44 well as of right now i'm halfway through his book on science another great book a lot of interesting stuff and he speaks about the last year of the life of charles darwin now, Charles Darwin, of course, is a very famous character, on par with probably Isaac Newton, Charles Dickens. There'll be people, of course, who will stand out as being, thought of as being great, Socrates, Plato. These aren't my heroes, of course, but these are the heroes of the world. William Defoe, guys like that, not my hero, but heroes of the world. Uh, Bernard Shaw, Bertrand Russell, again, not my heroes, but heroes of the world. And yet we know very little about these people. Well, it's very interesting working through this book on science the complexity of man's dna like a staircase the beautiful way that we are made and created and of course octopus is having multiple eyes multiple brains and every eye is connected to a different brain yet it's still one object it's one creature i mean it has to go back to a creator. of course pre-charles darwin every scientist in oxford and cambridge and probably yale and harvard they were all creationists they all believed in a special creation being this beautiful world of course that we live in and charles darwin comes along and he turns the whole world upside down well some good stuff in this book which i wasn't aware of so i thought i would speak about it this morning now what i did know uh, before i read this book over the last couple of weeks and I haven't yet finished i'm halfway through but i finished the section on darwin what i did know is that charles darwin's grandfather was a freemason as was his father, as was Charles, three generations of Freemasons. When I first became a Christian, and Patrick, we were reading everything, studying everything. And even before Patrick got saved, he was studying Freemasonry, going back to the 1980s, 1990s. And he went to places in London, infamous places where people like Roberto Calvi was murdered. Referred to as God's banker, the Vatican banker. Died a very suspicious death and we've written about that and spoken about that over the years and not just roberto calvi but other famous and infamous people and we've always had an interest in secret societies freemasonry the illuminati the club of rome the jesuits the Bilderbergers, the trilateral groups and so forth and when i first got saved i was uh, in contact with ministries all over the world and i was learning and growing and studying like you do trying to suck it all up like you do or like I was doing anyway, and I reached out to Peter Ruttman's ministry and I said to them, uh, does Ruttman have anything on Freemasonry? He's got books against the Jehovah's Witnesses, the Mormons, the Seventh-day Adventists, the Catholics, the Muslims, the Alexandrian cult. He would write, what, over 200 books. Does he have anything against Freemasonry? And the answer was no, nothing whatsoever. I thought, this is so strange. And I was told by the guy who ran the bookshop, or one of the people who worked at the bookshop, that apparently, in Baptist circles, Freemasonry isn't a big issue. And yet in British circles, it certainly is. And uh, we've been speaking out against it for years now. 25 years, even before Patrick was saved, he was speaking out against Freemasonry. So I was scratching my head at the time, going back and forth with the guy at the bookshop, saying, but why doesn't Rutman speak out against it? What's the problem? So Darwin's grandfather was a Freemason, his father was a Freemason, he was a Freemason. Now, most churches in the US, I've since come to realise, don't want to speak against Freemasonry. I don't know why, they can't all be Masons, but they won't touch it. Well, it left me very disappointed that Rutman wouldn't take these people on, so I did my own research and I made the case that there was a three-generational curse on Charles Darwin. But it gets more interesting than that. As he's growing up darwin's father says to charles i want you to become a surgeon i'm a surgeon it's a good uh, profession to be in you can help people but uh, charles was uh, squirmish hated the idea of blood and guts couldn't be around such uh people sick and dying or what have you so he said i can't do it i haven't got the stomach for it so charles's father said okay you better go to cambridge and uh, study for the ministry now most people who speak up for charles darwin will say that uh, he was a christian born a christian went to cambridge studied uh, science and what have you lost his faith and became an atheist that's not true yes he went to cambridge uh yes he would study theology but all of my research uh, that i've learned over the years and come across over the years all proves the point that he never even opened his bible see for those during victorian times if you weren't in the medical profession he went into the church, Church of England. It was a good profession, a good income. It was respectable, you see. So he goes to Cambridge, studies theology, and also, I think it was biology for memory, science, and he leaves Cambridge with his BA, but uh, he's not a Christian, never was a Christian. He was a Freemason, but he wasn't a Christian. Of course, over the years, he boards the HMS Beagle, travels around uh, the world, is very interested in what he finds, but he always struggles with the issue of the transitional fossil. Specie A becoming species B, species C becoming species D, the lack of evidence for the transitional fossil. He's got to, to disprove creation, you see. The Jesuits have to disprove creation. Uh so-called church leaders have to disprove evolution. Sorry, they have to disprove creation and prove evolution. These are so-called Christians. I mean the Jesuits offer themselves as being christian and yet they push hard for evolution and church of england claim to be christian and yet they push evolution so it's interesting someone like victor pierce who's now dead would be an anglican part of a church system which is undermining creation well over the years of darwin's life he becomes very popular very successful he writes the origin of the origin of the species which of course sells very well and has gone down in history as a masterpiece quote-unquote but there's always parts of people like darwin's life which isn't so well known like socrates i mean socrates is held up along with plato as great philosophers if you're into that sort of thing i'm not but if you are into philosophy plato and socrates would be your bag and yet socrates was a sodomite uh, and would kill himself because he was being arrested over charge of pedophilia And before he would uh, kill himself, would offer a sacrifice to the snake god. Which is what you see on the medical emblem. But of course this isn't spoken about. So you're not allowed to know this. Or the KKK tied in with the Democrat Party in the US. The KKK pro the retention of slavery. The Democrat Party pro the retention of uh, women not allowed to vote. Stuff you're not allowed to be made aware of. Well, the last year of Darwin's life is very interesting. And Victor Pierce spends several pages laying out the background to Charles Darwin's final year on the earth. Now, I've always been suspicious of Charles Darwin. And I've got the quotes along the lines of, quote unquote, my my gospel. So my work is the devil's gospel stuff like that and uh, I couldn't believe my views would be uh, quoted and taken off or would spread like wildfire stuff like that all the quotes are in uh, Victor Pierce's book stuff like that and I find it really puzzling that a man like him a very clever guy a Cambridge graduate would write a book against creation in favor of evolution and not realize the damage it would do But Of course, over his life, he has a wife and children, Emma would be his wife, he has children. But he's an interesting character, Darwin, because of course he's travelling around on the HMS Beagle. He's trying to find proof that there is no God, that this all evolved by chance, which of course is scientifically impossible. The octopus has many eyes, many brains, all linked up together, and yet it's one unit. The bat has a sonar system built in, an echo system built into its uh, brain. The eagle has uh, Almost like radar vision and Of course all the other creatures that God has made over the years are so beautifully created And of course man is his crowning glory So if you want to hold to creation as I do praise God for that and I'll stand alongside you But if you want to hold to evolution you need to do more research You need to go back to the beginning You need to go back to who Charles Darwin was well Darwin had an interest in the temperance movements because, of course, Darwin's grandfather was an alcoholic and would die an alcoholic, as would an uncle of Darwin. So He was very anti-alcohol. And one of his sons, whose name escapes me, actually quotes his father as being very anti-alcohol. Now, I say all this because during the time of uh, Darwin's life on the Earth, he got the temperance movement, very popular in the US as well taking ground and uh, the push back against alcohol was very uh, common in Victorian Britain and Charles Darwin became friendly with a lady called uh, Lady Hope and Lady Hope was married to a British uh, general and her father was head of the Navy a very uh, well-known prominent Christian lady these two worked together to push back The plague of sin the plague of alcoholism being a sin of course but it doesn't stop there as he's traveling around places like tahiti he sees a change in people's lifestyles and he realizes that missionaries have gone over to places like tahiti and got people saved but not only that have been able to build them up teach them to read and write teach them to live civilized lives stop killing each other stop being a cannibal he's so taken with this he becomes a donor to the missionary fund and he was saying about 300 pounds a year to keep up the work of the missions the missionaries in parts of tahiti and elsewhere of course you're not told this you won't find darwinists saying their great patron would support missions missionaries but of course he did and was down with people like lady hope against alcoholism and of course he did he saw the damage it had done to his own family Well, at the end of his life, he's crippled. He's in bed, basically, he's dying. And he says to one of his servants, he had many people working for him in Kent. He had a big property in Kent. Uh, He would say, uh, please send for Lady Hope. as you go and visit him, and he would be reading the book of Hebrews. Now, he would call it the Royal Book. He loved Hebrews. And Darwin and Lady Hope would spend time discussing Hebrews and what have you. Around the same time, we got a revival taking place all over England and people like Fagan, James Fagan, the famous evangelist, would be working alongside people like Lady Hope and other people to get many folks saved. And Charles Darwin would say to Lady Hope, uh, at the back of my property, we have uh, a summer garden, like a pavilion. Would you please come next week and preach? And she said to him, what should I preach about? And he said, Christ Jesus. Now, Around this time, Emma Darwin is writing about what's taking place in England and she says how the cook got saved, how the butler got saved, how most of the servants of the house got saved. In fact, these servants not only got saved, but the Darwin family even changed their time of dinner, their eating time, so their staff would go to the revival. This is incredible. Now, some Christians are suspicious of this. I be one I must admit I am somewhat suspicious of this account but maybe I shouldn't be I'm an old cynic by nature you see (laughs) and uh, many years ago we went to Liverpool Patrick and I and we spoke to John Mackay the Australian uh, creationist and we spoke to him about Victor Pierce and uh, Darwin's conversion he wasn't having any of it didn't believe it and again I don't blame people like Mackay and others for being uh, critical suspicious of it but the more I think about the book that I'm working through, and all the sources, and all the quotes, there's really no reason not to believe it. I mean, if you get three or four, five or six independent sources, all saying the same thing, why wouldn't you believe it? So Darwin is getting up in years, he can't move, he's sick, he's reading his Bible, Lady Hope is uh, visiting him, praying with him, and to cut a long story short, she leads him to the Lord he gets saved. And he's very upset, very remorseful over his damage to Christianity. He's so distressed, so uh, churned up inside of himself that he would refuse permission for Karl Marx to dedicate uh, Das Kapital to him in English. He's upset about what's going on on the continent, in France especially and in other countries and of course what would come down the line like in Russia would just mortify him. He dies in 18. 82, I think Marx dies 1883 but 50 years earlier Darwin goes to see a clairvoyant, which is very common again during Victorian times and he would participate in numerous seances and on one occasion he goes to visit this clairvoyant, and she's like mortified when she sees Charles Darwin and she says I can see so much evil attached to you not directly indirectly like the russian revolution world war ii and all that horror that would come out of the belief in evolution how there is no god that man is his own god there's no right or wrong what have you so i think he probably did get saved his wife emma was a lifelong christian why she married an unsaved man is anyone is anyone's guess but what she writes about the conversions and this uh nationwide revival is legitimate no reason to throw it out and the sources, the material concerning charles darwin's conversion during the last year of his life is also plausible it's credible so we should know this as christians and if you follow people like charles darwin you should be aware of that as well but you think back over the years to places like the us as well the war over slavery you've got the democrats pushing for slavery and the republicans fighting against it of course the church of Rome were very pro-slavery in fact most of your slave owners uh, in the south in America were Roman Catholic and also Jewish a lot of black people were selling black slaves to one another which is also worthy of reporting people like Margaret Margaret Sanger would come along push uh, sterilisation abortion head of the female KKK a lifelong democrats a roman catholic again this is stuff that people should be made aware of This shouldn't be hushed up and of course the vote for women was blocked by the democratic party and yet today if you look at america the belief is is that the democrats are wonderful progressive liberating people and that's the republicans who aren't so in the uk if you look at christians we are looked upon as being lunatics Uh, imbeciles and what have you and these so-called free thinkers are uh, really to be applauded well there's one verse i want to look at this morning from revelation chapter 2 and this really goes back to how this world is run how it's governed and who's able to do what and how people are still how people are still kept in the dark to this day now i like to read like to study like to do my own research and everyone should be doing just that you can't trust the media you can't trust organized religion you've got to do your own research you've got to put yourself out there because if they can lie to you about evolution if they can hush up conversions like charles darwin's or the sin of sodomy going back to socrates or the kkk being the shock troops for the democratic party backed up by the roman catholic church what else are they hiding from you or the king james bible being the infallible word of the living god what else can they hide from you there's so much we don't know and there's no reason for it revelation 2 one verse which i thought about a few days ago which i think gets overlooked actually by a lot of bible teachers look at 24 but unto you i say and unto the rest in thyatira as many as are not this doctrine and which have not known the depths of satan as they speak i will put upon you none other burden the depths of satan and we all know that satan is evil he's the enemy of mankind he wants to seek and destroy he wants to take people to hell with him forever we all know that but he can do it through other ways academia the power of the pain he can raise up groups to bury the truth he can raise up armies of people to bury the truth like the origins of the usa becoming a masonic nation in 1776 their money has got masonic objects all over it the phoenix the number 13 it's there it's not hidden but uh if you've got eyes to see you'll see it and you've got ears to hear you will hear it you'll be made aware of it or the uk the illuminati bloodlines that run this country and else with the jesuits that own pretty much the entire world But it's not thought about it's not really appreciated by most people most people don't think that satan is able to do this able to bury the truth about creation and push evolution while at the same time hushing up ridiculing the conversion of darwin now of course disciples of darwin will fight tooth and nail to dismiss what i've just said this morning but those same people will fight tooth and nail to overthrow the bible those same people will say this book isn't the word of god So why would we give those people the time of day? Why would we want to be following academia, which for the most part is anti-God, anti-the Bible? But unto you I say, and unto the rest in Thyatira, as many as have not this doctrine, and which have not known the depths of Satan. We don't really appreciate the depths of Satan, how he's able to blind the minds of those that do not believe. 2 Corinthians chapter 4. How he's been able to dress up and hide and manipulate and distort the truth and keep the truth from christians who really have a right to know this i mean if i was following a group or an organization and i wasn't made aware of the history of such an organization i feel an absolute fool i mean most black people in america are either pro the democrat party are pro-abortion not realizing that the democratic party were against them getting their freedom and were not only pro-abortion but would sterilize black people like Margaret Sanger would do not made aware of this and it would be the Republican Party who gave them freedom to vote going back to Abraham Lincoln yes LBJ would come along what 1964 the Great Society but all he did was give the rights to the blacks that they were given over 100 years ago people are kept in the dark people aren't allowed to know the truth about so much And again, one more time, as many as have not this doctrine, doctrine, teaching, truth. Paul speaks about those that would reject the resurrection over in 1 Timothy as being guilty of blasphemy. You can be a blasphemer if you attack the Trinity like Brian Denninger. You can be a blasphemer for attacking grace like Ray Comfort. You can be a blasphemer by attacking free will like Jeff Durban, It's not just saying OMG or JC, and yes that's blasphemy of course, but what you teach, what you state, what you do, is also linked up with blasphemy. But unto you I say, and unto the rest in Thyatira, modern day Turkey of course, as many as have not this doctrine, going back to 1920, 21, 22, fornication not just physical but spiritual going back to seduction going back to people putting the wool over your eyes and which have not known the depths of satan as they speak i will put upon you none other burden many books have been written over the years to bury the truth about darwin's conversion and to try and undo the masonic connection and the pain and suffering that people like emma darwin would experience because of course her husband's attacks against creation would be uh, would be humiliating for her and for their children again go back to victorian britain to throw out creation to uphold evolution atheism was preposterous but it does appear later in life that charles and emma were one in christ would read the Bible together, would pray together. But you feel somewhat robbed, don't you, by not being made aware of such information. I guess it's like somebody else getting saved. There was a famous Jewish rabbi who died about 10 or 15 years ago, I forget the guy's name, and he wrote a note before he died which said, uh, when I'm dead, please reveal this note to our people, being the Jews of course, how I believe that Jesus Christ is the Messiah. Now it's a great story it's a great note to be released and uh, you know great that the rabbi got saved but why not make it public why bury it why cover it up didn't want to suffer the reproach the persecution we well, think about someone like Salman Rushdie who wrote that book uh, satanic whispers back in the uh, sorry satanic lies back in uh, the 1980s a fatwa was put on his head went into hiding and uh, what he wrote about the Quran was absolutely correct but it wasn't reported by the press because it doesn't fit their narrative their criteria the idea is to keep people in two camps keep people divided basically those hold to the truth and those that don't from our perspective as Christians those that are saved those are not we want people to be one in Christ we want people to come to the knowledge of the truth I don't want to bury the truth from people When I first got saved, I was sharing all sorts of uh, truths with people. We were posting up books all over the world that Patrick had written. We're still trying to get people saved and grow them in grace. We don't keep these things to ourselves. But there are people who don't want to share the goodies. There are people who want to hold back the truth for themselves. One more time. And unto you I say, and unto the rest in Thyatira, as many, as many, as have not this doctrine doctrine of balaam jezebel spiritual fornication and which are not known the depths of satan the depravity of satan not just physical sins but spiritual sins using the pen like i say to undermine the word of god raising up the jesuits to overthrow the king james bible raising professional doubters antagonistics or antagonizes to antagonize Christians to ridicule the word of God to make it harder for people like myself to reach more people for Christ to censor us to shadow ban us all that sort of a thing there's many ways that Satan will come at God's people it's not just through music or entertainments or politics or uh, entertainments he'll come through books Paul speaks about this in 2nd Corinthians Enemies of the gospel ridiculing Paul, mocking him, seeking to churn up the church. And once you churn up the church, it's very difficult to retain peace, to get back to where you once were. But unto you, I say, and unto the rest in Thyatira, as many as have not this doctrine, the teaching, the truth, and which have not known the depths of Satan satan is very subtle he was able to come along destroy adam and eve and the damage was of course irreversible they would fall into sin need to be later redeemed very wonderfully done of course through the foreknowledge of god almighty but the consequences continue right down to this day i think darwin probably was saved i think people need to be aware of that enjoy it share the truth of that with other people scientists aren't uh, exempt from being scrutinized. Of course, in this country, evolution is, is funded by the state, as it is in probably the US and elsewhere. People like Socrates and Plato and uh, other people over the years have been held up as great thinkers. Even Einstein wasn't an atheist, he was a theist. These people all had an understanding of the truth. Some were saved, some were not, but they're not exempt from scrutiny Muhammad another one shouldn't be, ex- uh, shouldn't be exempt from scrutiny they scrutinize Christ they scrutinize Christianity why not scrutinize Muhammad why not scrutinize Darwin why not share the conversions of these people and the struggles and the sins that these people would all enjoy or battle on a daily basis so we shouldn't be surprised if Satan wants to bury some of these stories these conversions mud the waters cause confusion ridicule keep people in the dark fighting each other not being one in christ the depths of satan the depths of satan so i think i'm going to sign out on that note and uh, join me this coming sunday when i look at psalm 44 like i say do your own research i know it's obvious and shouldn't have to be said again and again but it really is imperative you will learn a lot more studying these things yourself yes we have teachers pastors evangelists what have you and Uh, some great brains like Victor Pierce who did a great service was able to repel a lot of the nonsense concerning evolution he led many scientists to Christ as well more importantly he was able to use scientific arguments uh, which scientists will listen to they're very logical people especially those with open minds and he did a great service and God can still use someone like him even though he would correct the A.V. and was a Anglican when it came to science when it came to archaeology anthropology he was an expert and uh, once i finish the book on science i will start his book on miracles and uh, the other book whose name i can't think of at the moment but it's a great blessing to have these books to read them to share the content uh, with the body of christ all over the world we are in a war against the truth a war against our minds a war against reality and uh, the very few people now that i can think of who stand for the truth and will take a stand for the truth and uh, defend the truth and do so to the power of the holy ghost so that's all just a short video this morning from the open air pulpit just to share the story of darwin's conversion freedom from freemasonry freedom from evolution freedom from doubt and i'd love to have known what Karl Marx thought when he was rebuked by darwin of course people at Huxley came along to push Darwin's belief system uh, but uh, other people over the years have since come along and got saved and I think somebody else who was tied in with the Darwin family is a Christian to this day I forget who it may have been or maybe one of Huxley's children but a descendant from either Darwin or Huxley got saved and that's another wonderful thing to share this morning from a cold blustery open our pulpit uh, keep smiling <laughs> keep your chins up read the word of god don't get yourself upset or down over the ongoing world we all live in we are all going to get through this together by the grace of god and if you want a blessing join me this coming sunday 11 a.m when we'll i look at psalm 44 and on that i will sign up and wish you every peace and blessing in the wonderful name of the lord jesus christ amen and amen